Hey, hey roomies. roomies. So this week we're going to talk about our mental health. We're going to do how we're doing, you know, some past experiences. We all have trauma and some coping strategies that we use or that we should use. So, yeah. Who's going to um, take it away with their personal experiences? I feel like Kristen's the most mentally stable. That, yes, <laughs> I do agree. I don't think so. Why make you think that? I, I would say know. Nancy probably. Yeah, Nancy too. But I don't then think again, maybe it's just Nancy doesn't talk about anything. I, I agree. Nancy doesn't she doesn't show any emotion her. ever. She's fucking, what is it? A sociopath doesn't show emotion? Yeah, you know, I feel like sociopath. Nancy shows emotion, but she like carries herself really well. So like it doesn't show on her. No, I feel like <laughs> Tristan doesn't have any emotions at all. He doesn't what feel anything. Yeah, like you're a little bit. I, I don't know. Cold hearted. I don't know. Nancy, you have no heart, bitch. No, I'm not cold hearted. <laughs> Only a cold hearted person would say that. <laughs> no, because my heart is warm right now. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, Nancy, take it away. Well, I feel like. Honestly, I don't really, I've never been, like, to the doctors and been told, you know, I have, like, a mental or any type of illness, you know, like that. But I've definitely struggled with, like, anxiety, especially, like, with now recently. I hate talking to people and just thinking about having to talk to people. It's just, like, it makes my stomach feel like, oh, I don't like yeah. I feel like I feel like it takes a lot for me to even like talk to people that I don't regularly talk or like you guys, you know, even at work. Like if I, even though I know my coworkers, I don't really like talking to them, and it's not because they're rude or anything. I just, I just want to sit down and do work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I have the same feeling at work that, like, I don't want to talk too much and then think that I'm annoying, but then I don't talk at all, and they're like, she doesn't like us, or, like, she doesn't want to work with us, because I just, like, sit in my room. (laughs) Mm -mm. Yeah. Well, do you think COVID, that happened because of COVID, Nancy, or you think, like, that was before COVID, too? I was literally going to say that. I feel like I've always been super shy, but, um... Um, I don't know. I feel like in high school, I was like, I talked to everybody, you know, but I'm not the type of person to like, start a conversation or go up to someone and like, talk to them. They kind of have to like, someone else has to take like the conversation out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we think is the most social? Ivan. Oh, I was gonna say Jenna for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely Jenna. (laughs) me see I feel like I'm like and I feel like I do understand it in a COVID way too because I feel like before COVID and when I was younger I was just like out there I didn't even fucking care I feel like I was really out there and I would talk to anyone and I would go out and I would be like down for whatever and now I feel like I'm like yeah leaving like going out into the world into is like that doesn't really seem fun, but then it's like I want to be out and live life and do things, obviously. But it's like, what, first of all, who am I going to do it with? And second of all, like, 
it takes a lot of energy and effort to go out and about and especially be social, like, especially in work, like you said, like talking to people on the phone and I don't know, but I feel like when I'm like in the moment and with people like face to face, I can like, I'm fine. But like thinking about it beforehand, stress me out. I get like anxious, super anxious about it. Yeah. And I feel like, especially in college, like I didn't really get to make like super close friends. It was just like friends that I would talk to in class. And, you know, we talk every day because we had the same class. But then after that class was done, we didn't talk anymore. So it wasn't like anything that they weren't like lifetime friends that I made, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that too. Well, how's your mental health now, Nancy? Mm, <laughs> I feel like now that it's like, I don't know, because I feel like for girls it's different. Like, it's not really like mental health, but like, you know, when you're about to get your period, you feel like so emotional and like it adds on to like if you have a mental, mental illness. Yeah, yeah, it adds on to everything. And like, especially like also like they call it, you know, seasonal depression. I think that's no, really, really cute, I, I feel really so sad badly. like in like the winter. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that, seasonal depression is serious. Like so fucking serious. Yeah, I feel like generally I'm, like, a pretty, like, happy person, but I do go through seasonal depression. You need, I need the sun to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, need I don't to know, see- it's, like, so, like, it gets dark so early, yeah. and then getting out of work, you're, like, you have nothing else to do, and it's, I don't know, it's just sad. And sometimes I feel like when I go back to my mom's, it makes me even more sad when I come back because then, like, I just start thinking about, like, other stuff, and it makes me sad. Ivan? Um, Fucking Tapper? What does this ASMR? (laughs) No. Um... I definitely feel like I go through phases where I can be, like, very like into my head type of situation you know just like very in my head like always like fucking around with my my emotions and stuff and like you know good days bad days but I feel like for the most part like I like to say like I'm a I'm pretty happy like I don't have anything like you know really that I'm like dwelling on not dwelling but like you know stuff that really just affect me Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I have my good days and bad days. But I think it's more so it's definitely just stuff that like I play scenarios in my head or yeah. stuff like that. I feel like that really gets to me like just scenarios or things in the past that have happened. But nothing that I'm currently like, you know, nothing like, oh, I need to speak to someone about even though I do feel like mm-hmm. therapy is a good thing. I do feel I do feel like people should go to therapy and I've been wanting to like sign up and stuff but I just haven't done that step. It's a very big step I feel like and especially nowadays though people are doing it so like they don't even really yeah. think about it and doing it like it's not a big deal there's no like real huge stigma around going to therapy yeah. anymore but it's still like for some people it's like that's a big step because now I'm opening up this whole world of fucking 
trauma. <laughs> and I and I was gonna say that also like now like I feel like uh, we're just knowing like you have to do most of the therapy is online and I don't know mm. how I would feel about that. Yeah. I've always you know what I mean. I did do therapy or like you know some therapy in high school and stuff, but like never outside of high school and out like um FaceTime or whatever um Zoom so mm -hmm. I don't know how I would personally feel about that and would it actually um help you know yeah. like would I really be serious about it well I mean you would because you know it's you know but you don't know if it has the same impact yeah. on you yeah yeah. And like Jenna said about like how, you know, you have to unload all that trauma. I feel like that could be reasons why people are like scared to go to therapy. Yeah. But I feel like if you do it like later rather than sooner, it's only going to be worse down the road. Like you've only let it sit in like fester and get, you know, so much worse later down the road. Why is Jenna laughing? <laughs> fester is a funny word. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. That's a bad coping mechanism. <laughs> Fucking laughing. <laughs> How is your mental health, Tristan? <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I definitely go through ways of like. I feel like I'm like a silent sufferer kind of person. Like I don't tell or like let on that I'm like you know. That's what I mean. Like you don't really say you don't really say too much. Because it's like what what's it come out? Be like, oh, you know, come out and just be like walk out of the room. Oh, I'm feeling depressed. You know, like I don't know. I've definitely gone through like really like waves, like, you know, where I'm like really actually like feeling depressed or feeling like I'm okay. And like I feel like right now I feel like I'm in like a weird place. Like where I feel like I've talked about this, like, I just feel kind of, like, in, like, a limbo, kind of. I don't know, like, where I am in life or, you know, confused, kind of, like, where to go from here, like, what's the next step or anything like that. And I feel like that weighs onto my mental health because it's, like, I feel like I'm someone who wants to know, you know, like, what what is it that I'm going to do? And I feel like I'm like hard on myself in the sense that like, I want to be successful in what it is that I do do. And like, I don't want to settle for something that's like small. So, or what I would consider small, that's not even, you know, uh, that's not to, you know, like hate on anyone's like profession or even where they are in life themselves. It's just like m me and myself, I feel like, I don't know. And I feel like I'm in like a, that kind of like I need something that like I just don't know what it is yeah kind of like a change and I don't know if that's location or you know a job or who knows what it is I feel that I don't know I definitely do feel like I go through my waves of mental health and like feeling good feeling you know not good and you know there are times I think like maybe I should go to like therapy or should I should see a psychiatrist or you know, stuff like that, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. Cause also I feel like it's a weird thing to talk about just like openly, you know, like, you know, what, walk into the living room and be like, oh, so I've been, you know, thinking this and that and this and that, you know? Yeah. Cause it's like, how does that conversation go from there, you know? Yeah. Kind of thing? And I feel like, 
I feel like I am more like private, like especially when it comes to my family, like I don't like talking to them or like letting them know a lot about, you know, this personal details and stuff like that. So it was like even in high school and like middle school, that wasn't something that I would like talk to about or I feel like I don't want people to worry about me kind of thing, I guess maybe it is like I don't want anyone to think like that I'm struggling, maybe. I don't really I know. get that. Yeah. So I don't really I bring it up. I mean, I, but I I feel like I'll say anything like I overshare, but I feel like I do get people that don't because it's like, for what? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help. I don't know. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't help. it does. And then just, to, I think it's also like a thing of like vulnerability, like when you open, you know, that yourself up, you know, not even just to, you you know therapists or it could be really like opening up to anyone about that kind of like mental health and like your struggles it's kind of like you know and I don't know there's also like the body issues like um that adds into what's it called seasonal depression is definitely real um I don't know your turn Jenna my turn I feel like I've been talking to OD I've been spilling the tea yeah it's Sam's turn yeah, if anything, Sammy. Sorry, I was... What's going on? What's going on up there, Sammy? Oh, a lot. Um, I don't know. I feel like I do have... Like, I go to therapy for, like, anxiety and depression. But that was, like, genetic. My dad has it. But I feel like teaching is a profession that, like, if you have any sort of mental illness, it just, like, compounds it because you are now, like have so many other kids that are telling you stuff and you have like so much on your plate that I feel like it's so hard like I've never been like so tired in my life like every single day I feel like I'm just mentally like I can't do anything else and I feel like that's because I don't know how to like take breaks and I don't know like boundaries with people like I let people like overwork me and I overwork myself so I feel like that's something that I have to work on if I want to keep being a teacher, because I'm, like, burnt out, and I'm, like, how many months into it? Two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, you have your own shit in your life, and then it's, like, you're dealing with all of your kids' shit, because, like, if they like you, they're going to tell you stuff and want to talk to you, and it's, like, you want to be there for them, but sometimes you're, like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm a mandated reporter. Like, if they tell me shit, I have to report it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I've already been in the situations where I'm, like, they're talking to me, and I'm, like, oh, my god like I want to tell them just to stop yeah oh my god (laughs) and that's a lot of pressure too and a lot of responsibility to be in a lot of responsibility to to have all of those kids like in your hands like responsibility (laughs) yeah and it's like especially like at the school that I'm at like I love the kids I have but it's just like because of the demographic and just the population of the school it's like every kid you have is coming with some sort of trauma with some sort of thing that's happened to them or like just like they all have hard lives like even the students that you wouldn't think like my one student who I was really popular boy like I thought he was like one of like my good students was the one that overdosed on fentanyl it's like oh that was like my kid who I was like oh yeah he's gonna do so much and then that so I was like that like threw me off for like a week because I was like what the fuck yeah but yeah I do go to therapy but I don't like therapy on zoom I feel like it's not like you. I feel like a thing, another thing that helps is like real human interaction, like I agree. close personal interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
I think that adds a lot into it. And like, even like, just like being by yourself or, you know, not even getting to be with anyone. I feel like that is kind of just like, you're alone in your thoughts, you know, you begin to feel like you're alone kind of thing too. And like, you have no one there for you. So then yeah, I feel like that just makes everything worse. I feel like one thing though that like I am grateful for is like my coworkers because like I feel like they all have like similar like problems and stuff that they're really understanding of like anxiety and like depression and like you know like some days you just don't want to do anything after work or like you just like some days like you just can't like deal mm -hmm. with one extra thing put on your plate and I feel like they're all very understanding of that like which is something that like I wish like more people understood like I hate like my pet peeve is when people ask me like why I have anxiety like why I'm anxious about something and it's like I don't anxiety like, is just a thing you have it's not about one situation yeah sometimes yeah. trigger anxiety but sometimes you just wake up and you have like a pit in your stomach and like yeah. you can't do anything that day like yeah without being like this close to like crying or breaking down it's like that's like my one pet peeve is like why are you anxious yeah, because it's, like, people that don't understand anxiety, they just don't understand anxiety. Because it's, like, you just, there's no way to describe it other than it's just something that's happening or that's here that you feel. It's, like, for me, like, the fucking air is, like, a little different. Something's just, like, a little different. A little off, and I'm automatically, like, oh, my God. What am I, yeah. like, dealing, what am I dealing with right now? What am I, what's up for the day? Like, what's going on? And it's, Yeah, there's, like, this one podcast I listen to, too, and they, like, personify anxiety. It's, like, your friend. Like, oh, your friend's just here today. They're with you. Because, like, that's what it feels like. It's just something else is there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a baby I have to take care of for the day. Like, it's oh, like, oh, my God. Like, we're in this back and forth fucking thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like I do ask when people say, like, they're anxious. But that's because, like, I'm like, well, what is it that's making you anxious in the room to see, like, you know, is that something that could be removed or changed or something like that? That you know? makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I do get what you're, what you're saying. Because sometimes it could literally be that everybody is just wearing their jacket. And it's like, why is everybody wearing their jacket? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but everybody wearing their jackets and shit. Like, if I want people to be cozy, it gives me fucking anxiety. Or, like, so when people are standing around or when they eat standing up, like, things like that, I'm like, just makes everything weird. <laughs> oh, my God. My thing is, is when my students freaking stand next to the door for the last minute, they know I can't stand that. I tell, like, you wait in your seat until the bell rings. Because, like, I cannot have, like... 38 of you standing up in the air like, mm -hmm. standing up in the air <laughs> I'll look up there's a kid on a fucking desk and I'm like hmm. what the fuck um this is what I'm saying. let's just hope it'll you know solve itself out okay well at least yours is saying that so hopefully and I exit see. it out it'll yeah. just save I still hear you. Okay. So um, what Sam was saying about like how, you know, her, you know, depression and anxiety is hereditary. Like that makes me think like, how is, how do you think like mental health was like talked about or discussed or, you know, in your homes growing up? Or do you think your parents struggle with mental health or how do they struggle or stuff like that? Like I know like at work and even when I was in like college, like we discuss a lot how, talking about like mental health in itself is very like uh, cultural and um, you know pe I think people see like therapy as like a a white people thing you know and it's not like discussed in a lot of cultures like 
just about mental health and depression and even going to yeah. therapy and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm curious to know. I feel like in my like home, we didn't really talk about mental illness. And like my older sister, she used to have like panic attacks. And I think like for us, we just, I don't know, we didn't really understand it. My mom would just kind of, well, she didn't understand it either, but um, she would honestly kind of be like, assume that my older sister was like at fault. Like she was like, not lying about it, but like some somehow she was like, she was creating it, you know? Um, but now like my younger sister, um, she was like going through something and like, I think my mom's more understanding now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like with her, she's definitely like the type of person to hide the way she feels. And like, she never really showed us like if she was going through like something rough or anything like that. But my dad has like, he, there's like, I don't know, it used to always happen in the winter, but my dad used to go through this like, like, I don't know, phase where like, he would take one week off of work and just be home. And like, my mom, my dad is not the type to stay home. And if he's home, he's outside, he's never indoor. And he would just like, feel so sad and be asleep. And like, it was really weird. And for us, it was weird, because he's never inside. So we'd be like, what is he doing? But it was like, I think it was something like with mental illness. But it was really like, one week every year in the winter that he'd yeah. like, not work. Yeah. That's seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I take after my parents 100%. And the way that I am with, like, mental illness and whatever, like, I feel like I'm just like my parents, but, like, put together. Yeah. Which isn't, like... And then especially when I found out about, like, I feel like I gained a little more insight about my family and my life, I guess, when I, like, talked to my grandma and she, like, spilled the tea about Mm. my whole life. And I was like, everything kind of makes sense now. Like, why, (laughs) like, as to what is going on. So I feel like, and my mom is, like, bipolar. And she, like, comes to me, like, later in life and tells me, like, I got to tell you something, like, um, just so you know, like, I'm bipolar I'm like I've known for 12 years like and I feel like I'm just like her too but like not as extreme mm-hmm. just like light like I feel like I go through phases where I'm like I'm fine I'm on top of the world I'm good I'm nothing can really touch me and then there's like a, a month maybe a week maybe two weeks maybe three me three weeks that I'm just in like a funk and I'm like uh, nothing really sounds good I don't want to quit my job I don't want to do anything like yeah. And do you guys think your family contributed to your mental health? Yes. Even if it's not like in the moment, like I feel like, <coughs> like thinking back to high school, like I don't know if like things really affected me or, you know, growing up, I don't know if like things that were done or said like really affected me, but I think looking back and you know back in time and thinking about things that were said and things that were done like make me feel you feel the trauma later and not yeah. during <laughs> it makes you feel things like later on in life and I feel like mental health wasn't really like talked about in my family either um 
but you know, I think Dave is very, you know, much the macho man, like macho American man, you know. Yeah. And you know, he again, he doesn't really talk about mental health, but I don't know. I just I I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah, looking back on it, I feel like things that were said and done then affect me now rather than like affecting me in the moment, you know, because I feel like I like brushed it off or like didn't think about things like as they were happening or as they were said. But like looking back, like I feel like I hold a lot of stuff that was said or done with me now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of therapy is, is because like they'll get you to talk about stuff from your childhood. And then, like, explain it to you of, like, how that affects you now. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about it, you're like, oh, my God, I really do do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like, attach yourself to people. Or, like, I'm very, like, codependent on people. Like, how someone else's mm -hmm. feeling affects how I'm feeling. Like, if someone's mad, then I'm going to be mad at myself because I think I made them mad. Mm -hmm. Or, like, especially in, like, relationships. Like, I absorb everything. Do you feel like you're, like, I, an empath? Like, I absorb everything because I watched my mom do that. Like, like, I think that, like, I have to fix everyone else's problems because, like, my mom's done that my whole entire life. Mm. So it's, like, you witness stuff and then, like, you end up recreating it without even knowing it. Yeah. I feel like my mom was, like, is a really, still is a really anxious person. So, like, I won't tell her some of the things that I'm doing. So when I travel, I don't tell her until, like, I'm there, you know? And even then, like, she's anxious. Like, I know she's thinking, like, hopefully she's safe or she comes back and, just because my mom overthinks everything and it's like it'll be the smallest thing and she'd be like do this do that or like and to me it's so annoying but like I know it's because like she cares but it's like her anxiety getting to her yeah so yeah how are but your parents Ivan um my parents I feel like um I don't know. Well, obviously growing up, like, I don't know. I never really talked to my parents. Well, I never really, my parents, I don't know. We didn't really ever communicate or like, you know, any type of feelings like that or, you know, never really. I don't know how to explain it. Obviously, I feel like um, my mom is the same type of way, like Nancy's mom. Like, I feel like she's always like, just trying to make sure that I'm fine or like, you know, she like same thing with trips and stuff I usually don't tell them like I'll tell my sisters to like and then they'll probably tell my mom but like I feel like my mom worries a lot about me like obviously like I don't live like in the town well like I lo don't live in the 530 so it's just like I feel like it's harder to access me when it's not but you know what I mean she's just like always worrying about like I don't know how to explain it I don't know how to explain it I just know First of all, I'm I just I'm different from my other siblings, clearly. <laughs> and I feel like me growing up, like my mom's seen, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like she would just see how like some of the family would talk to me and stuff. And like mm -hmm. she knew it was not okay. But like I don't think my mom didn't like speak up not to protect me, not to protect me, but just more so just like kind of like brushed it off like you know yeah. nothing serious I don't think my parents ever took it that serious and did you never felt like you could just say it um like to my parents yeah um I don't I don't think it's that I 
felt like I mean I definitely could have I don't think I'm like I'm like you know ever scared or like anything like that I think I'm more so just like um don't feel the need to like to just ex like I don't feel like I'm obligated to tell them you know what I mean yeah. like some people make it seem like oh my god like your parents and I'm like okay but like me and my parents didn't even grow up like that. Like, we rarely even show emotion. So I just yeah. feel like it's not the easiest thing to do. But, like, I'm not hiding anything from them. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? I'm, like, doing whatever I want. And clearly, I have my sisters on social media. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. gonna, like, hide anything or anything like that. Like, you obviously don't think my parents know. You obviously don't think my sisters know. Like, so it's just, like, but I don't know. I do sometimes feel like... I know this is completely off topic now, but I do feel like sometimes I was like not robbed in the way. I don't know how to explain it, but like back in the day, I feel like a lot of my family, like in Mexico, they kind of like, it was a lot of disrespect. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I was robbed. Like my young, I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I feel like, I, wish I feel I was like I get what speak, you're trying to say. Yeah. I wish I was yeah. able to speak up for myself back then because it yeah. would have not happened like that. It wouldn't have. Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it. it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. I don't know. You wish you like your younger self had like the same like voice that you had now. Yeah, a little bit more voice that I have now to at least be able to defend myself or mm -hmm. like cuss them out or like you know what I mean? Like no, yeah. like but that's I, not uh -huh. okay. I feel like when it comes to family it's hard or like you know Yeah. Like, especially when you're like you know being told shit like from your family it's kind of like hard to like really come back at them you know yeah and just yeah. like really stand up for yourself because then it's just gonna create even more of a thing if you know you stand up for yourself so I definitely feel that same way yeah I don't know and I still cry about thinking about things that they've said to me and stuff I because it does affect you till now like because obviously it didn't affect me there I was like young not thinking about it like okay bitch like what like mm -hmm. you know thinking about it it doesn't affect you then it affects you now when you feel like you didn't have a voice and like it's like like come on like clearly no and I feel like sometimes it's hard to talk to people like about like one of my pet peeves is I hate when people like make something that's important to you like they don't take it seriously or like just because it's not important to them yeah means it's not important at all and it's like not yeah. like a you know thing so like when you come to someone and you're like trying to talk to them about how they feel and they're like oh my god you know it's kind of like or like they're like what the hell or you know like they'll you know <laughs> Or like it's not that big of a deal. Like, why are you even like? Yeah, and it's about? like, but it's a big deal to me, and it's a big yeah. deal and to how I feel, and like thinking about like having to go to someone. Like, for example, like if you try to go, I'll just use my sister as an example. You know, like Kayla's very like, you know, goofy kind of like what mm -hmm. the hell kind of thing. Yeah, you know? like I feel like you know trying to talk to Kayla about something, which you know I wouldn't. So Kayla, if you're listening, like this is just like a hypothetical like she'd be like what the hell or what the fuck or you know something like that and it just kind of like invalidates how you feel and almost makes it so where you don't want to talk about it you know mm -hmm. I know and, what you mean and yeah. I know what you mean I was just talking about to Annabelle that the other day or to Nancy or I don't remember who I said it to but I was or one of someone but I was saying how 
I feel like since I'm always like making jokes and stuff, sometimes I feel like some people might treat me or might like when I come to them about serious stuff, I don't want to seem like I'm always a joke. Like, I don't know how to explain yeah, it. I don't no, want to seem get, like it's always a joke you. because sometimes I do mm-hmm. have feelings and I do have emotions that I would want to talk about. And like, uh-huh. I don't want to always be perceived as someone who doesn't think, who doesn't take things seriously. And I think that's a thing yeah. that really gets to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or they just, I think sometimes it's hard to talk about talk to people about things because it's like they don't see the serious in things or like they don't understand the thing you know like especially like if you are trying to talk to someone about like depression or mental or something like that like they don't understand like you know the severity of the things or you know I know what you mean talking, or you, you would know, rather go to someone who clearly has who said something mm-hmm. before or like i that, feel like uh-huh. yeah yeah that you know could be static and just like be there for you because i feel like a lot of times like what you want is just someone to talk to and just be able to like vent you know and they're just gonna be like oh well okay like i understand or i'm here for you like you know no one's asking that you be a you know ex health it's just like don't you know don't invalidate you know the kind of thing and i think that that's like where the cultural ties come into because like you know people who grew up not really discussing mental health or you know the severity or what it really is you know they don't they think you could just fix it like that you know or that it's not that serious it'll go away or you know or they think depression is just you being sad or you know stuff like that so it's just yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like sometimes that's why like even it is like really hard to talk to your really close friends about some stuff Mm -hmm. because like your close friends have an image of you because like they Uh know you and they know the best of you so it's like sometimes it's really hard to like share like you want to taint the image yeah like it's it's like hard to share stuff that you're really going through in the moment because your friends are like oh you're fine because like they know you and they know like you when you're good but like sometimes it's harder to like you know, like ex- express and explain when you're not good and like they, it's hard for them to understand it. Like I always like talking to like, not strangers, but like people you don't really like know that much. I feel like that's when you have like the best I feel like, I was, yeah, like, that's when you're your true self. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because even with your friends, you feel like not gonna be judged, but you're gonna be looked at or you're gonna be like, you know, just be like. You kind of know the barriers of the, of what you can say or do, you know? Yeah. And it's not that it's, like, a bad mm-hmm. thing necessarily, but, like, a stranger that you don't, you know you're not going to, like, talk to ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we'll yeah, see. I think it's about, like, breaking down even those walls you have with your friends and, like, being able to just, like, really, like, you know, like... And I feel like that's even me, like, you know, if I were to just talk fully about, you know, like, when I feel depressed or, you know, I am going through something, like, being able to, like, fully, like let it out it is gonna like kind of like change the image like I remember like when I talked to Nancy like I came out of my room and I was just bawling my eyes out and Nancy's like that's the only time I've ever seen you cry and I'm like that's not true you know it's just like those steps are just like hard to make and I feel like it does like it's scary to think like okay well they're gonna think this way of me you know and I don't know yeah I feel like I'm like 
I feel like you guys have seen everything and anything. I have no control over what I do or what I say that people see. Like, it just always happens to be that everybody sees it at the same time I'm seeing it. Like, what's going on in, in my life. I have really much choice with the privacy, but I choose not to be. Anyways, choose not to be, like, private. Yeah, I feel like I'm emotional to like I'll I'll cry like I've cried in front of my students like I and I tell them like I feel my emotions and like I'm not good at putting I'm not good at putting stuff away and like because I know some people who can like be going through shit and just like put it somewhere else in their head and be able to deal with the task at hand and like I I tell my students like I'm not one I can't do that like if I'm feeling something I'm gonna feel it in the moment and time over it enough to be able to move on like yeah I'm not good at com- it's that compartmentalizing like stuff that's going on in my life. Like I deal with it at face value. Yeah. Especially too, because if I set things to the side, I then end up not caring. But then it comes back later on and creeps up, and it's like mm-hmm. I cared. Mm-hmm. I did care? <laughs> like fuck. Why did yeah. I act like I didn't care? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we all can carry like you know repressed feelings and like emotions and I think that there are things in the past that just actually have played a toll or like I know like even me like when I'm just thinking of how I said earlier like I'll be thinking about things thinking about how how much they actually do affect me and how much I actually like care that something happened or like I feel about stuff and I feel like I'm the kind of person like Sam who was or Sam was talking about like compartmentalizing things you know like I'll just like not think about it in the moment or and then I feel like once it's when I'm like alone is when I really start to feel like everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's just hard for me to imagine that there's anybody that doesn't like struggle with some type of anything with their mental health like you're telling like what does that look like what does the normal mm-hmm. person look like because there's people that I like growing up thought like oh they're they don't have any problems they don't have any issues and then you like come to realize like some people it shows more and some people it doesn't <laughs> like I feel like some people are very functioning with yeah like because there is it's like high functioning anxiety like yeah you can be a fucking wreck internally but you get shit done like mm-hmm. yeah you know, See, like- I feel like I'm in the middle, like like a mid- like somewhere a somewhere middle ground where I'm like riding on alongside of a cliff, like straight, like and I'm riding like right along where I could fall off at any minute, but somehow I just keep making it and making it and making it. But it's like at some point I need to pick which way to go and stop like torturing myself. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like I also like get really paranoid and like. I feel like I am an overthinker about a, a lot of things. Person. Like yeah. I will always <laughs> like I feel like I'm very much in my head all the time or like if something bothers me like uh, like I love having you know pretend arguments in my head and like mm-hmm. I'll just be driving and no matter what happens I'll just be having those arguments like oh and I'll like think <laughs> things that have like totally not even happened like and like I'll yeah just, or like even like when it comes to like not about like feelings like I feel like I have really bad like paranoia like when I'm driving or like anxiety when I'm driving or in the car with other people like I get really scared and really freaked out like so easily and 
like or like i'll just like be driving and thinking like oh my god what if i crash right now or like i won't even be I driving think that... and i'll just be in bed and i'll be like Ugh, like thinking about like getting in a car accident or just like things like that i feel like the, really I, that is like, scary Ugh. but i always think like imagine i get in a car crash and i'm gonna have to call insurance that's what i think about. <laughs> oh my god no i get scared <laughs> or like going over a bridge like thinking it's gonna like fall or uh-huh I don't yeah, know. I feel like yeah, because it's super fucking scary. Like I feel like a lot changed for me whenever I got into my car accident. Me too, Jenna. That was when I took a for yours too. When I yeah, when I like spun on the yeah, freeway. it really like does something to you it when does. you when you know when you can see and feel how close you are to like dying. It really makes you like like where am I now what am I doing now yesterday I was perfectly fine and I was living my, my life and not even thinking twice about anything and now it's like I had this huge thing happen to me that is like I it fucks with you no, that so was bad that was very scary that was it scary. just fucks with you so bad and honestly I will say like going over there I was like scared I was like fuck you know we've only really been in the car with Jenna a couple times and she's driving I'm kind of scared how of a driver she is Me and too. I had honestly forgotten about the car accident and thinking like oh you know that happened so but and like seeing that it actually you know like I wasn't scared really when you were driving except like when we were in the rain because I hate that being in the car in the rain and the snow the rain anything like that I hate being in the car but yeah and now I feel like I'm like Especially because of, like, obviously I fell asleep driving. So it's uh-huh. like, you would think that I wouldn't trust myself. But now I feel would, the most comfortable in a car when, when I you're am driving. Because, Me yes, too. Because I am not going to let anything happen. If it's raining, I want to be the one driving. So uh-huh. I can go five miles an hour if I want to. Like, Me I need too. to make sure that I'm in control. Because when other people are in control, you just don't know. And so your body reacts and you feel tense and you're like scared because you're not the one in control. Uh, That's exactly Mm -hmm. how I feel. I would, I don't even like love driving. Like I, I would rather be on my phone in the passenger. Like, but when like, I'm actually in the car, I'm like, I would so much rather be driving right now. Like, especially when it's in the rain or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that. Like, I would so much rather be in the driver's seat because I get so freaked out that I would rather just, I know that I'm going to make myself be okay or, you know, like, I know that it's at least my fault, but I can't control, I can't reach over and grab the wheel or push the brakes or, you know, when someone else is driving. Yeah, like, me and Nando fight sometimes when we're driving, like, not fight, but you know what I mean, like, sometimes he'll say something when I'm driving and sometimes I'll say something to him when he's driving. Like, for example, like a car is getting over and we think, Hey, you, maybe you're not seeing it. So we'll just like, be like, Oh, watch out. You know what I mean? And then it's like, I know. you instantly get irritated and you're like, uh-huh. I know what I'm doing. I'm uh-huh. trying to find. And we just can't find the middle ground to just trust each other that we are uh-huh. driving fine. <laughs> yeah. You always feel like I rather drive my car because like, I never usually let people drive my car, and I'm thinking, like, if I let someone drive my car, that's the day that's getting something's <laughs> going to happen, you know? So, I'm like, I'm always just going to drive. Yeah, and I will not drive. Like, like if I don't feel comfortable driving to, like, I will not drive to the Bay Area ever or in the Bay Area ever because, no, I, I will think never do that. Nancy under, like, underestimates herself, I think, when it comes to driving or, like, thinks things are, like, scary, and it's, like, 
No. I'm very much a scary per like I don't like thinking about driving in the like you know when it's crazy traffic or having to like get over crazy lanes or anything like that but Nancy's very much like that I will never do that I will not drive I feel like that I am like that with like driving I if I don't feel comfortable like I will no I cannot do that and the Bay Area is scary to drive in like I I'm when you were driving driving to New York we would have been sitting in that damn car for days if I was driving it yeah, like, I feel like I'm very comfortable driving in New York. I've never really even thought twice about it. I, if anything, I like driving there better because people in Jersey, we're good drivers, but sometimes, because we're all crazy-ass drivers, people don't know how to fucking drive sometimes. So it's like in New York, it's like, you just expect that. You expect that people don't know yeah. how to drive. You expect that you're going to be stuck in the car and it's you're going to make a left and a right and, and that's it, mm-hmm. like, you know? So it's like... It's fine, but driving yeah. in the Bay Area, uh-uh, I don't want to do that. That would give me major anxiety. Yeah. I feel like the scary part of the Bay Area is San Francisco with the hills. And, like, yeah. the parking in San Francisco isn't easy, but then you have to worry about the hills, too. And I feel like sometimes they're literally so steep that as soon as you put your foot off of the brake, you feel like you're going to roll back. Yes, I and don't I like, feel like that. That's it's the part that gets especially... me makes me so scared. But like the rest is like you know not as not that bad. Especially if you had like an old car before and you oh my it over there, and like uh-huh. now that you have a like a better car, you see the difference with the brakes. You're like, no, how the fuck were you driving like that? Whitey would have fucking rolled us down a fucking mountain <laughs> and into the ocean. Like it would have came all the way back to fucking. Uh huh. Would have went all the way fucking back to side. That shit. Whitey would have killed us. Yes, breaks are scared. Whitey. R.I.P. That was wild. Yeah. I know. So, what is like everyone's like self care or like how do they deal with their mental health or what you know? What do you wish you would do or what have you done that it didn't work? Okay, for me, I feel like sometimes. Like, people can make me just happy. Like, if you talk to a certain... I was going to say that. Like, hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Agreed. Like, or just, like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) No, I just feel like sometimes, you know, just changing, like, the setting. Not the setting, Mm -hmm. but, like, you know, just talking to someone or, like, you know, just doing something unexpected or just... Mm -hmm. um, For me, that's what I feel like... um, helps with my anxiety I don't know I just maybe like call I get or like just something because <laughs> what the Nancy, fuck Nancy? not that long ass back <laughs> yeah I don't know sometimes just yeah just talking to people or like you know when when or maybe just like I'm saying talking to certain people just because of like when people like bring up their situation or when you know people have the same struggles or deal with the same stuff Mm -hmm. you're more so like okay well they're not okay well you know we can both not be okay and just make it seem like it's fine to be okay yeah okay Uh because you're on the same like wavelength basically yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like that helps you yeah, yeah, I feel like for me, it's like hanging out with my friends or just doing like getting out of the house, anything that, you know, doing something that I like going to the stores, even if I don't buy anything, but just 
not being in my bed helps. And I feel like, like recently, because like, like Tristan said, like your weight adds on to like, you know, um, like I get anxiety thinking about like when people, like some of my family members see me and that I haven't seen in years and they're going to be like, damn, she's fat or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. But it's never like that. And I feel like when I, I always get anxious, like seeing family members, but then I always end up being fine. Like, and I actually really enjoy it too. And yeah, but, um, yeah, I usually just hang out with my friends, do something fun. Um, yeah, I don't really do anything else. Going out to drink. Yeah. 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 My big three are drinking, sleeping, and probably TV. Mm, That's like, and they're all bad. They're all three, all three of them are bad because if I do drinking, I'm like, I want to not think about a single thing. (laughs) If I do watching TV, I'm going to binge forever and like, I'm going to like miss out on the world for like a 24 hours <laughs> or like if I do sleeping then I will literally sleep I feel like that was my worst thing whenever I would get upset or depressed or anxious or like really feel anything to. other than happy I would just go to sleep I, I would don't... sleep through fucking everything just not deal with shit that's and... like yeah that At would that give point, me anxiety. I feel like it's not really dealing with it it's putting it off or yeah like, just putting you know, it off avoiding it, it. Off. Yeah. I did like years worth of sleeping and putting things off to where it just like it comes to a head eventually. You mm-hmm. have to be awake. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel like like when we go out and do stuff or like even if it's not even like it doesn't have to be a trip or like a big thing, but actually just like going out and doing yeah. things and like spending like time together. Like it's of course we always have each other to talk and you know Yeah. Things like that, but it's different actually like doing things and like going out and like yeah you know having a weekend of like actual activities or yeah anything, just letting you know? loose having fun uh-huh and just like you know we were saying earlier like having that like person to person connection huh. like and just being able to like talk and laugh and like stuff like that I feel like it just makes you like happier and I don't know you just it takes your mind off things, but it's not in a way that it's like you're avoiding it. It just, you know, yeah. being able to talk. And I don't know. I do wish I was like in therapy and like I was someone who like just went to there has got, been going to therapy for years. But then like I think like, oh, my God, therapy so expensive. Mm-hmm. And like thinking to spend like all that money and like, pe- you know, people go to therapy for their entire lives or like for years and years and years and thinking like is it worth the money and I know that looking back I would not be upset with myself for having spent that money on therapy you know but thinking about actually having to go and spend the money it's like oh you know I don't know yeah and I feel like oh sorry go ahead no I was gonna ask Sam what she does oh I was just gonna say like I feel like I was going to ask you guys too, like how you know that you're not doing okay. I feel like what for me, it's like when I'm literally like on my phone to the point where I can't even get up to like eat. Like, I don't want to get up to eat. I don't want to get up to, you know, do my work. I don't want to do anything except like be in my room on my phone, literally not doing anything but that. Yeah, I agree. When I'm like, 
when I don't give a fuck about work or sh- making it like into work or like in- and then just working from home or whatever like I just and then my room is messy like things like mm-hmm. that or like when I haven't mm-hmm. put on like I just keep putting on like pajamas and pajamas or like I don't know I feel like that's when I'm like I I'm not doing well here. I need to yeah. pull it together a little bit because at yeah, the rate we're going, I'm just going to be in pajamas watching TV and working from home and not doing anything and not mm-hmm. going out. <laughs> yeah. And then I like come out of it and I'm, and I have a great time doing something like things mm-hmm. are always happening, you know? So I forget about it, but I think I get impatient. I'm very impatient. Yes. I don't like very- the still moments. I don't like being like still and having like you know, I don't want to be still. I want to be crazy party, like, vacation mode all the time. And it's, like, at some point, you need to just be okay with doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I do so much of nothing that I want to not do nothing. That when I don't do nothing, I want to keep doing that. And I can't stop. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I know I'm not doing good when my room is really dirty. Mm-hmm. And... um when you just don't feel like doing anything, like not even shower sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I feel that. Or like I get really, really tired. Mm. Like it'll it'll be like seven, and I have like I can't get up. It's like I have no motivation, no motivation to even like eat or do anything. Yeah, like I'll just be like laying there. Yeah, and I feel like the only way I feel better is like if I actually go do something. Like I'll set a timer on my phone for like thirty minutes and tell myself like, oh, I need to go clean for thirty minutes because I know if I do something for thirty minutes, I'll feel better after. Mm-hmm. yeah like or like oh like i'll force myself to go outside and like walk my dogs because i'm like i know if i do something like i'll come back inside and i'll have more energy because i feel like that's like the like one of the things that like helps me is like yeah or i feel like when like i even feel like this now like i feel like there's so many things i want to do and like i'm like oh i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this but I can't bring myself to do any of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I feel like, like recently, like I want to learn how to use my sewing machine. I want to be, able, I want to read more. I want to paint. I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's like when I get off work and like, even then, like I feel, even on the weekends, I feel like I have no energy to do anything. Yeah. Like that too. And, and not knowing what to do with your weekend. Uh-huh. Yes, and I feel like, like you should go back home, or should you? Yes, I... well, I feel like not even it's not that you don't know what to do with your weekend; is that you have so many things to do, you don't know when to do them, and then yeah. not do anything, not and do then anything, you end up not doing uh-huh. anything. like I you want to do all these things, but you can't bring yourself to actually do them. Yeah, yeah. I stress myself out. Like I'll be like, I need to hang out with this person. I need to see these people. Yeah, I need to do this. Yes. I need to do that, How and then I, I get so guilty if like, oh, I don't see Taryn this weekend. I don't see my parents, and I'm sitting over thinking like, oh my god, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna hate me and it's like no like I physically like can't do everything yeah Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'll just like constantly be thinking about it Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. I was gonna say that sometimes I feel like what I need to work on is also not if what is like sometimes when I go on trips and stuff like I have different friends also like Marina and Jasmine sometimes I feel like I need to work on like not um or what is the word when I don't tell them that I go on trips like sometimes I feel like not telling them I don't want it to seem like shady I don't know how to explain it um how is I gonna explain this like what are you trying to say I'm trying to say that like 
so sometimes like when I go on trips, I don't purposely not tell them for any reason, but I just don't tell them just because like I don't purposely tell not tell them for like well, it's not really normal to tell people when you go on trips. <laughs> well, it's like you don't no, want to have no. please everybody. Yeah, like I don't know how to explain yeah, like that too, like I don't know. I feel like sometimes there's going to be problems, but there's never problems. Like, they're so understanding, if that makes sense. Kind of like... You don't have time for... It's not like you're meaning, like, that you can't hang out with them or you don't have exactly. time with them. The, yeah. But I'm embarrassed yeah. to not... It's not that I'm embarrassed to tell them because if I told them, it would be no problem. But I'm more so for myself, like, being... I just don't tell mm-hmm. them because... Or I am scared to tell them because I'm scared how they're going to react. But when in reality, they're obviously going to... They're like you're, you're they're thinking they're gonna say it. like, well, why aren't you doing something with me? Why don't we do something like that? Yeah, but yeah. it's like that's never the reality. The reality is just that. I was gonna say like, oh, just speaking up for myself when I don't want to do stuff and like, you know, and like that little stuff is just basically communication, I guess. Mm. <laughs> that kind of doesn't have to do with mental health, but I wanted to throw that in. <laughs> 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 Basically speaking up for yourself. And it's, that oh, counts. what is it? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it does count. And like, yeah. Anybody else want to say anything? Mm, I don't know. I feel like thinking <laughs> about the way like people think of you and feel and how they feel, I feel like that does affect Yeah, like, like caring what people are going to uh-huh. think. When it's like, no, like, no. Like if we're clear, if we're friends, then they're going to be understanding. Like if there's, if you're really friends that they, then they would be understanding because you don't live with them. So it's like mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to have a bad day, roomies. Yeah. Yes. It's okay to have, bad have a bad day. We need to normalize it. Every time you cry, post a picture. Post yeah. a picture, post a thirst trap. Post your ass. I think Sam was saying a picture of you crying. Yeah, to normalize crying. <laughs> you just I like really cry story that often. I, I was just about to say, it doesn't come, like come out cry. with tears. I wish it did. It feels great to cry. Oh my god, I feel like I haven't cried. Yeah. In my it feels I so good. I love crying. Should I cry today? And I'm definitely a crier in my like my room mm-hmm. and just when you're like, drunk. You're a crier to Ellen DeGeneres, Ivan. Literally, I feel like I don't remember the last time I cried. Damn, really? And at home, I would always cry. Like my parents' house, I would always cry. I feel like I would always cry at my parents too. The last time I cried was probably when you guys were here. That's it. That was the last time. And that one was the first in a while. Why did you cry? Oh, in the hotel. Remember because Jamie was being crazy? Uh, in the <laughs> hotel room, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was when you'd um when I didn't want to drink with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was annoying too, but not cry worthy. Oh my god, my phone's at one percent. Oh fuck. Oh my god. Good night, Rumi. Okay, okay, Rumi. All just right. remember to take care of yourself and take care of your mental health and yeah. we're here if you need to talk to anyone. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to be selfish. <laughs> yeah. That's Ivan's what part. The hell are it's you okay to cry when it comes to your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to use jokes as a coping mechanism. Yeah, it's okay to laugh it off. <laughs> yeah, just laugh it off. But take it seriously. Yeah. Okay.
Good night, roomies. Good night, roomies.